Hello and welcome to another episode of the Hooligan Report. We've been away for a week or so, um, or two weeks, I guess. Um, so uh, we've got Cookson along. Hello. And we've also got Boyan. Hi, guys. Coming to us from the other side of the world. Yep. <laughs> Waiting for the Tommy <laughs> accent to develop, mate. It shouldn't be too long. Oh, uh, well, I'm hanging around with a fair few of them at the moment, but uh, yeah, hasn't quite developed yet. Um, we missed last week's podcast, so we'll touch on uh, the last set of EPL games. So you might as well start with your boys' um, game, since that was the early one, um, up against Sunderland. And it wasn't a great result, um, though it's kind of become a typical result, I suppose, of this season. So how did you guys see this one? It's somewhere between dreadful and <laughs> fucking atrocious. <laughs> Wait, what, what minute did they score in? Was it like the fourth or fifth minute? Yeah. Oh, dear. What, what did you think, Bayern? Well, it's certainly the first time I've ever seen United played off the park by Sunderland. <laughs> tell you that much. Well, they used um, to have Agent Bruce there, so he didn't do much for them. No, no. <laughs> Him, but usually, you know, Shazy and Wes Brown help us out, but uh, not so much this time. But, mate, just, uh, the only worst performance I think I've ever seen from United was the one in the Europa League. <laughs> it was, it was so <laughs> well, yeah, we can, touch on, we can touch on that as well, actually. I forgot we've had those ones as well. Do you want to um, touch on that now? Well, yeah, sure. Bring it all in. Bring in all the um, United Misery as one, at once. Well, United well get, misery it, get it out of, one, but, out of the way. Honestly, mate, it was on at a pretty good time for me here. It was on about half past five and quite comfortably the worst United performance I've ever seen. It was an absolute disgrace. An absolute disgrace from the the players by and large quite clearly not playing for Van Hal to Van Hal being so reactive, waiting till Midget Land score before bringing on a sub. And when it was perfectly obvious to anyone watching the game that Schneiderlin had to be out there, um, to stop them, the, ta- the tactics were, quite frankly, appalling. And, um, yeah, usually when a team stops playing for their manager, the manager gets replaced. And for some reason, Woodward thinks he's going to go against history and keep Van Hull there. It's all going to work out. It's not going to happen. He needs to get rid of him right now. Or else it's going to be turned into an absolute disaster. At this rate, you're looking likely to miss the top four, which would deny your Champions League. And you're also likely to to get knocked out of Europa, which could... Well, not likely, but it, you're on your way to getting knocked out of Europa, which should also deny hey, you if we, Champions if League. If we play the way we did a <clears throat> couple of days ago at home, we will get beat. Yeah. It was that bad. Yeah. Um, so it's, and it, it, it's not too much of a stretch to think that we could get knocked out by this mob if we don't turn up. Does this not suggest that... Well, as you're saying, Van Hal needs to go right now, but what is it at the club's management that is suggesting that he shouldn't be sacked, given the fact that you're very likely to miss out on that huge revenue stream from the Champions League. The only, ish, the only reason why he's not been sacked is either Chelsea has got some stipulation saying you can't manage again till the summer. For Mourinho. But surely you bring in Giggs in that case. Yeah, but Giggs doesn't want to be interim manager. Yeah, well, he was when Moyes got sacked. Yeah, that was four games, so we're looking at probably 20-ish games if we do well, and what was it, 13? So league, yeah. So I mean, it's just though it is quite annoying because the Glazers run an NFL team, and an NFL team they probably have a 
coach for the bloody Gatorade they serve. <laughs> and it was all good because Fergie could do everything at the club. He could director of football, manager, tactics, literally everything revolved around him. And they've just tried to replicate the same things with Fergie with other people and it doesn't work. We need completely new management at the footballing level. We just need... We need people to work together and we need more people to do Fergie's old jobs. Do you... I mean, if, if um, Giggs doesn't want to come in for the 12 or 13 league games and however many cup games you have, and that's not to um, suggest that um, you could always get an upset against Shrewsbury and get through to the, the next round of the cup um, to give you more FA Cup matches, but surely you bring in another manager as an interim manager like Chelsea have with Hiddink, who's already acknowledged he has no intention of being there past the end of the season. There's people like... Dare I say, Rafa Benitez and others who are, you know, no manage- way. Oh, my my point is that there are decent <laughs> caliber managers out of work at the moment. Nigel Pearson, another, <laughs> who are out of work at the moment and who who can do the job. And I would dare say, might you know, at at the rate you're going with Van Hal, nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to improve. And if you bring in sure. literally anyone else, the only Ben, like it can only go in one direction. It could either keep going the way it's going, in which case you've lost nothing, or it can improve. I'm not. I'm not. Well, I'm not literally suggesting to you know you appoint Nigel Pearson, but surely there's somebody that you can bring in. Yeah, there is, mate. Um, and I'll tell you what: if Ryan Ditch doesn't want to be an interim manager at United, well, then he can piss off too. They should get rid of him. If he doesn't want to do it, then they should get rid of him. Honestly. Um, but yeah, if they want to look in- internally, and he doesn't want to do it. And they should give it to Warren Joyce, yeah. who was the, was the under-21s manager, has them top of the league, and they're just dominating. The under-18s hadn't won for 14 straight games. So under the academy restructure, Warren Joyce goes down to the under-18s. At the bottom of the ladder, hadn't won in 14 games. They win two on the bounce, 3-0. Yeah. He's got to manage. He's got to coach. And he plays, he, he he was, plays he was, the old-school United way. He was um, Hull's manager for a little while, I believe, back in the day. Oh really? I, I think I think that might actually be where the um, connection between the two clubs came from when we started nicking all your players around 2010. I'll just look it up. I'm pretty <laughs> sure oh, he might have actually played for Hull as well. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So he he played with us for four years, um, 96 to 2000, and then was our player manager for two years from 98 to 2000. So yeah. there you go. Um, it, does, it doesn't really matter who you bring in. You just need to get rid of Van he actually was in charge during our great escape. So there you go. Um, yeah. So surely, surely, I, as you're saying, even if you do something internally with with Joyce or with um, with anyone, uh, gigs or whoever it is, it's got to be better than the alternative of sticking with Van Hal. Yeah, I mean, he's lost the players. He's just he knows he's gone. Everyone knows it. I mean, Rooney's been injured. I mean, essentially, Rooney has kept Van Halen a job by scoring in January. Yeah. That's recently what I heard, but I'm sorry, but there's this, we shouldn't be losing to FC Midgetland. But but if, 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 if as you're saying, Rooney scoring is keeping him in a job, that's implying that in some way, results are keeping him in the job. And you can't say that the results overall have been in any way positive or in any way good enough to keep him in that job, regardless of what Rooney's done for you in January. Well, that's all what I heard. That's one of the oh, yeah. going around. I'm not. I'm not denying that you've heard it. I'm not. You know. I'm just saying if that if that is the case, and that's a pretty stupid way to operate, I would think. 
Woodward doesn't want to sack him because that'll be two managers in a row that he's got wrong. Yeah. That, that's Although always was. wasn't really his fault, so I'm not sure why he would think that. Uh, I don't know. He just wants to be loved. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. we, we we might move on then. We'll have more chance to chat about United um, when we preview the FA Cup and your, also your league game. Um, but we'll turn to Chelsea, who've had a bit of a resurgence under um, Chris Hiddink, and they won... 5-1 against Newcastle. Um, how high can you guys see them finishing? I mean, they're only two points behind Everton now, so they're not really... It's not really outside the realms of possibility that they could get a top eight or a top six finish now. Oh, how much points they got? 33? Uh, possibly up to six or fifth. If they finished above you, what would that say about your season? Don't even, I don't even <laughs> want to think about that. But they should, they should be able to get enough points to escape relegation now, you think. <laughs> They're on their way. They need eight more points, so seven more points, yeah. Almost at the magic 40. And what does it say about Newcastle? 5-1 five, five losers. I mean, Townsend scored a decent goal for them, but they're back in the relegation zone. After Norwich got a two-two draw with Villa, uh, with West Ham, sorry. So, um, both northeast clubs stuck in the relegation zone for the moment, though um, Sunderland might pull out of it. It's 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 looking a bit concerning for both of them. I mean, they've been there for most of the season, um, and you can't really see where that's. Sp- I mean, Newcastle traditionally have kind of gone on little bits of runs of form that have kind of pushed them out of that danger zone, but it's it's hard to see where it's going to come from this year. They still have the same two centre halves they had when they got relegated like five years ago. That's the problem. They're buying, they're spending all this money on mediocre wingers and attacking midfielders and this kind of stuff. And at the heart of their problem is defensively, they're a shambles. And Bemba's um, a um, centre back though, but is he, he, has he been injured for them? Because I haven't, I haven't I heard much so. about him lately. Yeah. Just they're still playing Colachini and Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. They should spend less money on buying media again mediocre wingers and it'll play like Andros Townsend. Yeah, well, Shelby and Townsend both coming in in January is kind of a weird one when you've already got uh, you know Vinaldum and Mitrovic and, and and players like that who can play out wide or or in a more of attacking role. When, as you say, I mean they've had defensive issues all season. All season, all decade. <laughs> <laughs> um. Another side that's had defensive issues, uh, sandwiched between uh, the probably the two games of the round, um, Aston Villa getting flogged 6-0 by Liverpool. Um, six different scorers for Liverpool, which I think is almost a record, and, and the record was set by Chelsea against Aston Villa when they won 8, 8-1, I think it was. Um, they had seven different scorers, so huge win for Liverpool, um, and it, it's almost the nail in the coffin for Villa, isn't it? I mean, I can't see them coming back from here. If if they were ever going to come back, nah, Villa just—they're gone. They're just dreadful. Um, and and a good sign for Liverpool, I suppose. They've got the League Cup final uh, this weekend, so um, good signs ahead of that that they're sort of getting back to their attacking best under Klopp. Of course, the last time they faced City, they won four-one, um, right in that little purple patch they had with him. Um, so that bodes well for them. Oh, Can you, you read hope. too much into that? 
I mean, it's Klopp. He's probably going to sign some more players, wear them into the ground, they'll pull their hammies, and then he'll probably get sacked. <laughs> I mean, Klopp's probably... What do, you, what do you reckon Klopp would have to do for Liverpool to sack him, though? Because, I mean, they have such a high opinion of him. Um, he'd almost have to get them... Do know, Mourinho could... have them down in the relegation zone. Well, he could just come out and say Luis Suarez is not a Liverpool legend. <laughs> Jod would. Jod would I think his head would explode. He wouldn't know who to back. He's probably kicking himself because he realised, oh, if I waited until December, I could have been United manager. <laughs> well, Arsenal's have... always the club I picked him going to. Nah, two different contrasting football styles. One's counter Klopp... rock and roll football, and the other is Jurgen Klopp. <laughs> For Klopp and to what... get sacked, he'd have to trip up, trip up Steven Gerrard so he fell on the Granite Anfield, and then take a shit on his face. <laughs> That's about the only way he'd get sacked. They adore him. He's like yeah. the second coming of fucking Shankly. Brendan Rodgers, I thought you were going to say. He's, even though he's given done how high, well, given well, how high Brendan Rodgers of, thought of himself. That's the, that's the whole like delusion, isn't it? The yeah. fact that they think he's a second coming of Shantley and everyone says, well, his record's worse than Rodgers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's going to be interesting uh, to see how they go in that cup final. I believe they have Europa. Is the Europa... It's this week, isn't it? So they've got... Yeah. Um, some random against team. Augsburg, yeah. Which they played a very strong side against at uh, in the away leg, presumably in the hope that they could get up a two or three goal buffer so they could play the kids in the um, return leg. But now they probably have to play a half decent side in it. So um, do they have a half decent side? <laughs> probably not. I mean, Sturridge is fit now, which at least is a good sign for them for the two or three weeks that he'll stay fit. Oh, is back from back on loan from Hospital FC. <laughs> well, so is Welbeck. It's been a week for um, injured strikers to come back, and Welbeck's you know picked his time to come back with the, I think with his That's second right. touch scored the winning goal against Leicester. So in two touches, he has more league goals than Eden Hazard for the season. But uh, in, in the contest of the two teams at the top of the table, Arsenal came out on top two-one in a in a pretty thrilling match, probably the match of the round. Um, did you guys catch it? Uh, the, uh... yeah. Lester, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it was very, very, very even, and that's, that sending off was ridiculous on, on, on Simpson. The ref got a bit ahead of himself, and, uh, <coughs> it was, uh, yeah, very surprising to see Welbeck finish. Because it's not, it's not something he's not really known for, to be honest. It was um, interesting, though. I mean, I don't know if you remember, we, we talked about it a bit on the podcast at the time. Um, last season against Manchester City, we were up 1-0 thanks to a miler goal, of course, scoring in the, oh, in the big matches. And were you above them in the league? <laughs> probably not. Um, at the time, in the 90th nor 92nd minute, Huddleston fouled, I can't remember who it was, right on the edge of the box, and... James Milner scored an absolute screamer of a free kick to equalise um, the match. And when uh, yeah. Wazalewski fouled, was it Ozil? Or who, who got fouled? Was it Sanchez maybe who got fouled um, in the Leicester game in, in a very similar position? I just I just had this sense that it was going to be a goal. And sure enough, the Ozil free kick goes in and Tony Warbeck pokes home. Um, and it could have a big say on the title race. 
Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how Leicester come back from this. Like, Ranieri gave the players a week off, which was kind of cool that um, managers will still do that kind of thing when it's needed as opposed to flood them all week on the track. Um, I can't. <laughs> do you guys think it would have been better um, for Leicester to have had a game three days later or to have had this break where they can sort of clear their heads? Is it the sort of loss where you'd want to um, just get right back out there and play your next game because, you know, there might be a danger that it would kind of burn in their heads a bit too much? Uh, I think the break doesn't seem good, to be honest. I mean, they've been on a long, long run of kind of um, success, but they haven't really haven't really been playing that well for a while. Um, so oh, the they break, had a pretty decent win against City last up. week, the week before. Oh, Excusing that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apart terribly, from that, yeah. yeah. Well. You know, they, they'd kind of been winning a lot of games 2-1, 1-0, not in the same sparkling form they showed earlier in the year or in that Man City game. So the break might just freshen them up a bit for the, for the run home. But it's probably, it's probably more about the, the other contenders and what happens to them, you know. Uh, Arsenal have got the replay against Hull now. They've got, uh, well, they won't be the Champions League too much longer. Um <laughs> But they've got more and more games, so you know and, it's probably yeah. But, but, but they get more rest, and their opponents get more tired, apparently. And they well, face Barcelona as well, which could affect them psychologically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, are um, they facing Barcelona or Arsenal? Yeah, they've got Barcelona. Yeah. Oh, they're going to get smashed. Well, it looks like they're more scared of our keeper than Barcelona at this right? But um, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, speaking of Leicester's rivals, Spurs got a great win against City and I think most people were expecting City to win that one because Aguero loves a day out against Spurs but um, without Leicester in the picture Spurs would be the story everyone was talking about because they've had a terrific season um, and sit in second place only two points behind Leicester Um, so I would almost suggest that Spurs are more likely to win the title than Arsenal on the fact that Spurs have had a much more consistent season despite the fact they sit level on points. I mean, Arsenal just seem to be dropping points to um, lower clubs a bit more often than I think Spurs do. And Spurs have just looked a much more well-rounded outfit. So we're pretty much... So we're looking at... Well, at the top four, we've got a club that's never been this high before. We've got... And then three clubs who drop points and are perennial chokers. So we've got a club that's never been this high before, and we've also got. Le- <laughs> I was trying. To, I was going to make a joke about Arsenal never really doing too well, but <laughs> they're above fourth. They're doing well. Well, they need oxygen masks as well. <laughs> but that's the thing. I mean, City City have looked shaky ever since it was announced that Pellegrini was leaving at the end of the season. Um, so they I even sh- before then. Yeah. They should have hold off announcing it. I mean, you kind of got a manager who really has no discipline over the squad now. He can't yell and scream at them because the new manager will just come in at the end of the season. Yeah. So it's kind of like the players really just stop giving a shit. Same so, as United, just we haven't announced our new manager yet. So who are you guys no, well, tipping? Sorry, yeah, but go by in. Well, what I find amazing about about Spurs season and, and, and it speaks to, the, to their consistency is outside of Ericsson missing the first few games of the season, have they had anyone injured? Like all uh, year. That's a good question. Uh, well, they've got Vertonghen out of the like moment. They've had, 
I think they've had odd injuries for like a week or two, but nothing real major. Vatonga's the only major one I can think of at the moment. I mean, if those clubs had had United's injuries, that'd be relegation. Well, if I mean, you you, you take Kane out out of that side, they'd really struggle. Well, Um, yeah, who'd be their backup striker? I can't think of who. Chadley. Chadley plays up front. Really? No. Or... um, Son, but he's right. more uh, yeah. attacking yeah. mid. But they, but yeah, they don't, they don't have a, they don't have a reserve out and out striker. And you think if Kane gets anything and he's out for a couple of weeks, you know, yeah. they'd, they'd be in real strife. But he's, I mean, it, they'd have to play I, pretty, I pretty much a false nine, wouldn't they? Their fitness stuff. Yeah, yeah. Some credit that to their fit. And that's the common theme stuff, of Leicester and Spurs both having a pretty above average seasons, and it's because they've managed to keep their squad so fit. Um, yeah, but I saw an interesting thing there. Right, we think Leicester's had a good season and all that, but literally when <laughs> English sides season, yeah. were the top of the world in terms of Champions yeah. League and all that, do you know where they'd be on the ladder at this time of the year? In terms of their points total? They'd be third behind with like seven points to the first place side. So as United. in so yeah so as in back in like what was it like oh oh eight or so when you yeah oh eight oh nine Villa yeah. was roughly the same position as Leicester with same points and everything but they dropped massively so that being said it's it would still be remarkable to have them at at third in that season but I, I get the point you're making yeah the points yeah. total is a lot lower this season than normal <laughs> I think was it the oh eight oh nine season where Le- uh, Liverpool lost two games for the season and came second. So yeah. many melts. <laughs> <laughs> and we won the Champions League too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, that's right. Because Benitez totally had it like his facts, Kevin Keegan meltdown moment. <laughs> so good. <laughs> who, who would you guys tip now for the title? I'll take Spurs. I reckon Leicester, there's still a huge chance of them dropping off. I just see it coming. Just one injury to Vardy or Mares is over for them, I reckon. Even though Jats is insufferable, please, Leicester win the lead. Spurs <laughs> fans have just come out of the woodwork from, from from nowhere. They've been in hiding hibernation <laughs> and they come out talking about their bloody, you know, perennial Champions League club. And, and yeah, the Arsenal, no. Yeah, you know what? Let's hope yeah, United. Let's all die for Leicester. Yeah. Let's hope <laughs> United sacks Van Hal, get Jose in. Jose weaves some magic title. So Four United. points behind, yeah. not too far behind. You made that United, call last yeah. podcast. He'd do, he'd do well to win the title with, with the United Reserve team that's been put out there at the moment. To be honest, maybe like a full strength United, but. Um, well, I, I, I generally think if Mourinho did come in, say, um, before Christmas, say November, December, um, then I don't see there'd be any reason why United couldn't be up there at the top under Mourinho. But also, I don't think Mourinho's going to take it until the summer. But he will be the next United manager, without doubt. Yeah. Um, we've had a lot of football this week as well. We've had Europa and uh, Champions League as well as FA Cup. Um, we've already talked a little bit about the Europa, but in the um, Champions League, PSG got a 2-1 win over Chelsea. Uh, and what was the other one? Was it Real Madrid beat 
Roma, Roma like, I thought it was 3 0 or 4 0. Um, not sure. I'm thinking I thought of a different result. I think it was only yeah, 2 0. I'm pretty sure it was 2 0. Um, it's a outdoor. Do we see Chelsea is still getting through in that in that match? Because um, they're what they're playing at home in the second leg now, aren't they? Yeah, but PSG yeah. did beat them last year, despite with ten men. The away goal should help them though. True, but again, I reckon PSG just might win it. David Luiz goal. <laughs> he's such a he, he scored last week against, uh, last year against them, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. He's terrible. He was terrible with it defensively um, against, oh. against Chelsea. But I then, can't believe you know, he and Ivanovic were in the same defence. Oh, I can't so believe they got fifty million for him. Yeah. Where's the checkbook for Ivanovic then? Um, we also had the FA Cup games, which uh, you guys are playing in the morning, so we can chat a, kind of preview that one as well. But we also had some um, decent results. With uh, Chelsea getting over the Man City reserves 5-1 um, and West Ham beating Blackburn by the same margin. Palace with a bit of an upset against Spurs in a 1-0 win and I think it's their first sixth round um, appearance in about 20 years or so. I think Pardew might have been in the side when they made the final. We also had Everton beating Bournemouth 2-0 and Watford getting up 1-0 against Leeds with a by all reports, a pretty dodgy own goal. Um, in the Reading match, they won 3-1, and I think, it, I can't remember who, which player it was, got hit by a coin from his own supporters. Uh, ch- Chris was Brunt. Brunt. Was it Brunt? Yeah. Which is pretty yeah. disappointing to see. Because, I mean, and it's a waste any, of money. <laughs> in any situation, but particularly because he's been, been at that club for a fair while, so he's, I would have thought he'd be pretty well regarded by the fans. Did you hear what he did, though? Like, he went over there, took off his shirt, and gave it to a little girl in the front row. And then someone threw a coin at him. And have you seen the footage of the guy? He got he got uh, a fair talking to by the other West Brom supporters who, who saw him do it. There was like a brawl in that end. Yeah. I think they... Th- I mean, honestly, I think they thought it was James McLean. The, the, <laughs> that's the way it was initially... That was the way it was initially reported, though. Right, and then and then later on it came out that it was Chris Brunt. It wasn't James McLean. They probably thought, yeah, but exactly I think right. We thought it was him through a coin, and then there was a bit of a yeah a rumble. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then obviously the big result from the from the round was was um, my mob holding Arsenal to a nil nil draw and a pretty ridiculous performance from Jakubovic, who I don't know if you guys have seen the highlights, but he put in one of the displays of his career with about I think. I think the stat was 17 saves or 19 saves, which was a record at the Emirates this season. Um, and it was our first clean sheet against them since 1915. And one look at the scoreboard where it's like, whoo! Yeah, it's like, yeah. Bernie's fingertips uh, saving from the free kick. Um, I mean, West Ham gave Blackburn a smashing. 5-1, yeah, Pyatt scored two goals in that one. And I and think Emanike as well. Eden Hazard managed to score a goal. Yeah, well, he can score it against the under-21s. City reserves. It's yeah. a start. It's building blocks, you know. So it'll be interesting. He's, I mean, He's uh, so leaving. Yeah. He's so leaving he, the year. He's made comments that he wants to go to PSG, hasn't he? Uh, he's... Well, he's invited, invited speculation. It's either PSG or Real Madrid. He's basically, you know, done the old stool, come and get me, play. Yeah. If a really big club in a really nice city wants to buy me, I'd have to consider it. <laughs> he, 
He's just peak lazy, though. He's just a lazy, soft footballer. And that's the thing, is he this Chelsea season... <laughs> this season has, has exposed a lot of the Chelsea players as very soft, I think. And we've spoken about it before, but Willian is basically the only Chelsea player this season who can hold his head high for the way he played when they were struggling. As for Laquita, maybe. Yeah, him as well. Courtois, maybe. I mean, he's he hasn't looked too bad. But... He wasn't there. Wasn't well, there that's true. He was injured for a while. Yeah. So, uh, it is an interesting one. Um, Arsenal fans have gotten quite salty about the fact that they have to fit in another game against Hull in their very, very hectic and very, very busy schedule, but seem to have forgotten the fact that we've actually played just as many games as them this season, um, and assuming that Arsenal get thrashed by Barcelona, which everyone knows will happen, we actually have more <laughs> games remaining on our schedule than they do. Um, so... Yeah, but they're facing Messi. They have the psychological edge for they're going to get psychologically destroyed. I mean, Messi, I mean... Let's face it, Per Mertesacker is like a giant tree against a chainsaw. Is Gabriel really. going to be fit for that? Because I know he wasn't fit for our match, but um, I'm not sure when he's due back. He's average anyway. Yeah. But, um, I mean, if rather than melting over how many games they've got, maybe they should have tried a bit harder against your mob. Yeah, well... have you? Did you see you know? Sanchez when he came on? He was hitting them no. into Rosette. He, he he literally he I think his first three touches, one of them he tried to pass it and it ended up at the feet of Alex Bruce. Once he tried to shoot and it went into about Rosette. And then another one I think he tried to get around one of our defenders and just completely lost the ball. And he, he just had an absolutely terrible game. Um the Arsenal Lead fans one footballer, mate. Yeah, well, the Arsenal fans were pretty happy when he was warming up to come on and then were pretty upset when he, when he actually got on the pitch. <laughs> I noticed there was like some random melts and rants on Arsenal fan TV. That was also pretty funny. Um, so it's that'll be an interesting good. replay. I think I think the word is that the replay, because it can't be on the same night as um, the Champions League games, is likely to be on a Monday night um, after the North London derby. It's so just ha- Tuesday on Google. It's saying it's saying that at the moment, but I have a feeling they can't do it on the Tuesday because of the Champions League. They could. Well, they could. They could, but they just wouldn't televise it. If the FA do suck up, they can do it. But they they can't televise it. Don't he cares? (laughs) Well, (laughs) the the TV markets will probably, and the fact that there's been no other draws doesn't help the fact. Um, So just 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 wait. There'll soon be a Shrewsbury United replay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I know in 2014 when we made our run to the final we had to play Brighton on the Monday night uh, two days after playing in the league so I think that might be the case um, which would be quite beneficial for us because we play on the Thursday and and then Arsenal play on the Saturday so um, who knows, could be an interesting replay but yeah, so you guys are playing in the morning uh, what sort of side are you guys going to put out? Damn Here's what I want. No messing around with the centre-backs. You do not fuck with the spine of the team. I mean, keep Blind and Smalling together in the middle. Have two young full-backs, because at least you have two experienced players covering. Put Morgan Schneider in as a number six. Put Ander Herrera next to him. Give one match a licence to do whatever the hell he wants. Get two pacey wingers. Put Martial on the left. Put Memphis as the striker. And goals. Just do not mess with the centre backs because that is just 
bad news. What league is Strawberry Town in this year? League three or two or <laughs> A League. <laughs> I think they're League One. Oh dear. It shouldn't matter. But it will. And we're in that much that poor form. Although talking about talking about injuries, so I haven't even seen how long De Gea's out for, but he's definitely not playing this game. Is De Gea injured so, as well? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, did, he twisted that his knee in the warm-up before Midgetland. Oh, we didn't. We didn't did he, even did have he... a keeper on the bench. Didn't you? So Romero you... went in goal. Romero yeah. went in goal, and then there was no other keeper in the squad oh, because Sam Johnson's Sam Johnson, now third keepers, got injured. Yeah. Uh, so he came back from Preston. Oh, Joel right, Pereira yeah. has already played in the cup, so he's cup side this year. So we've got it. We've got like our <laughs> under seventeen keeper <laughs> Dean Henderson recalled from Stockport on loan, and he's on the bench now. Do you still have um, Ben Amos? Is he still at the club? Or did no, he, he left. No, he's pissed off. Sold to he the... was terrible. It's he good was... though that we have Ramiro because he's possibly the most stoned player in the league. Oh, he's so chilled. It's not funny. He, yeah. he probably like he's... sees the goal lines like, oh, Kirk. <laughs> he's like he's so relaxed. I've never seen him angry. He's crazy relaxed. Crazy relaxed. He he, he he doesn't talk to his defenders at all. Is De Gea injured or did he just kind of do the warm up and right. think stuff this? I don't want to play. Injured. Yeah, he's injured properly. Oh, they, 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 I was watching it on BT Sport and they had it live. They were had vision behind the goals as he was warming up and he's gone down to make a regulation save and his studs have got caught and he was just look, he didn't look um, in pain he just looked really fucking angry and then he's hobbled off and they're going oh they don't do a fitness test and he's like ah, he's ruled out Jeez. so like halfway I think no sorry start of the second half do you remember when um, or if you saw it just before United stored had a shocking defensive error and there were about two Midget land players through one on one from the halfway line. I don't think Paddy McNair knew that, you know, you're not offside if you're in your own yeah. half. Uh, and I thought, oh, fuck, here we go. Romero's going to bring him down, get sent off, and then we're going to have like Marshall in goal. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thankfully not. But, Who would you uh, put it? Would it be Smalling, do you reckon? I, I, I reckon, think we I can afford him. I think we need him out there. Because yeah. um, I know Memphis, when we had, when we had to do it, we <laughs> put in um, yeah, Memphis. We had to put um, Huddleston in goal, and Huddleston's at least a decent size and shape for a goalkeeper because he's big and sturdy. So I guess you could put like a centre back or someone like that, or Carrick or someone. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Carrick would be up there. He he um, probably needs to play against Strawberry Town. Yeah. Um, but oh mate, it's gonna be. It's not going to get better before it gets worse. Under Van Hal, I can see, I can, I can see this going to, going to a replay, and I feel, I feel sorry for Marshall. To be honest, he's. He, it's funny that you'd think a nineteen-year-old who just got brought in from the French league is by far our best player. He's playing with a whole bunch of potatoes at the moment. We need Schweinsteiger back. Something chronic. There's no leadership in the team. When Schweinsteiger you back? We don't he's know. Too, yeah. watching tennis. <laughs> <laughs> then again, his girlfriend is impossibly hot, so I don't blame him. Yeah, he's been kind of indefinitely, well, you know, TBA, return date for about two months now. But it's not even him as a player. We just need a leader. Which is why it's good that we're getting Ibrahimovic. 
And it's also it's also good that you um you don't have a very tough match this weekend in the Premier League, and we'll move on to those previews now. Uh, and you guys do have Arsenal at home. Um, probably roll them. Probably, you're probably what? Roll them like three 0 or something. Well, I was going to say the way that Arsenal plays the game, they they beat the leaders, and then they'll they'll lose to the minnows, so they'll probably lose to you guys. Oh, that would be because Arsenal were just terrible at Old Trafford. Fenger still has demons in his head. So you guys think you guys will win? Somehow we'll pull a victory out of this, despite all logic saying Arsenal should win. And Arsenal, I've known Arsenal fans, and they're saying the same. So it's just 2-1? United. 2-1 United. Oh, I might go a 1-1 draw in that one. They usually they usually seem to be low scoring games between you guys um, in recent times at least. I don't know there was an eight two one a few years ago. Well, a few years ago, <laughs> no, yeah, that, that's true. Since then, um, we've also got Big Sam up against his old mob when West Ham hosts Sunderland in the early game. Um, West Ham to smash Sunderland four nil. Pyatt's back in a bit of form now, isn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah. Big win for West Ham in that one probably. Um, Leicester at home to Norwich should get back to winning ways. Leicester three nil. Two one Leicester. They don't play as well against the shit teams, so they don't against good teams. They rely on the good teams to you know keep possession and push up, whereas sometimes against the terrible ones, or the minnows, you know neither of them will attack. Yeah, so, is that why they only got a one-one draw against United? That's the <laughs> I'm laying into That's, you tonight. We thanked them one chance all the game, and that shit truck FIFA Vardy <laughs> Vardy scored. Oh god. Um, yeah, yeah, track tonight. I don't mind it though. <laughs> <laughs> um, Southampton are at home to Chelsea, and Southampton have actually looked pretty good since Fraser Forster's been back in goal, and uh, Chelsea still haven't actually lost in the league under Hitting. But maybe this could be the game that they they drop the win. One uh, one. Three one, Chelsea. Yeah, mm. I might I might go I might go two nil Southampton in that one. See how Ooh. that one pans out. Yeah, I think I think Southampton at home. I I called the Southampton win against Arsenal at home. Oh, I'm not allowed to bet. bet in, I'm not allowed to bet in February. Uh, um. Oh. I'm 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 on a I'm on a ban, a self-imposed ban. But uh, well, the next... a monetary Sorry? bet. Hmm? Oh, not a oh, sig <laughs> bet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sure. I, re- I could, well when when Southampton hosted Arsenal, and you guys thought I was crazy for thinking Southampton would win that one, and I believe they we won didn't, that didn't bet. three nil. Three nil, I think, or four nil. Um. Stoke at home to Aston Villa, and I don't think it get, could get much worse for Villa, could it? 2-0 Stoke. Avert your eyes for this game, though. <laughs> not worth watching. Yeah, I can't imagine it would be worth watching. I think uh, Arnautovic. I think he'll score four. Hmm. He, he strikes me as a big game player, because he seems to have got a lot of his goals against some of the um, bigger sides. and I'm not, I, I've, I don't watch Stoke all that often, I can't, can't say. But um, I don't know how he plays against these smaller clubs and whether he really bothers with them. So, um, we'll see. Yeah, I think Stoke will win that easy, though. Probably 3-0 or something like that. Um, Watford at home to Bournemouth, the battle of the two promoted clubs. Um, If Watford win that, I'd 
if they would be safe from relegation. They'd be on 39 points. Um, whereas if Bournemouth wins that, they're up to 31 points and they also start to get close to that safety mark. Uh, so it's a big game for both clubs, really. I'll go Watford 2-0. Bournemouth were really in, in the cup against Everton, but they uh, missed a penalty and then Everton went and scored two early goals in the second half. But um, I reckon Troy Deeney might do well against their defence. So I will go 1 0 Watford. Um, West Brom at home to Palace. Um, see if Brunt's recovered from the, the injury. Um, see if he lines up because he's, he's borne the brunt of a bit of um, stick from the West Brom fans. But <laughs> had, to sneak that, terrible. Had, had to sneak that pun in there somewhere. But um, at home to Palace. Palace have been looking a little better lately. They got a goal against Watford and they got a win against Spurs. Um, can they do it in the league and can they get a victory? I'll go Palace 1-0. Yannick Balassi is back. Ah, your man. My man, Balassi. Palace will win 2-0. <laughs> uh, we've already covered United-Arsenal and then the other game on the Sunday night, apart from the, the cup final, which we'll talk about in a second, is Spurs hosting a Swansea. Um... Spurs are, Spurs are in the mood, I think, at the moment, so I think they should do that pretty easily. Yeah, Spurs 3-0. <coughs> Swansea 2-1. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Hang on a minute. Hang on, hang on. We're doing a sig bet on the Southampton-Chelsea game. I'd rather take yes. the Spurs in this one. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. So what, why do you think Swansea will win that one? It just... It would seem... Very because Tottenham fans are annoying twats. I was about to ask if that's the reason. Well, a little bit, a little bit. In fact, you know what? They're a lot better in, in real life than guys like JD. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit slack on JD. I think I think JD is one of the better ones. Uh, there's been a few who kind of come out of the woodwork who I haven't seen before who are now commenting and like they've been around for a while. JD's um, um, JD's username reminds me too much of Jod, so I sometimes confuse the pair. <laughs> which, uh, isn't isn't too good for him, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, that probably reads in more into what I was saying before. So, um, yeah, look, I just think it's about time that Spurs do something Spursy, and this would be very Spursy, wouldn't it, to go and lose to to Swansea? Andre, yeah. are you? Maybe a poor performance from Adewireld and um, Tito Loris gets beaten at his near post every couple of weeks anyway. So the hair is better than Loris. Always has been, always will be. <laughs> Best in the world, it's the like, No one's ever really rated Loris as a top two keeper in the league until Spurs have suddenly started winning this year. So it probably says more about, about Adewireld and their defence than it does about him. Um, and then the big game for the weekend uh, between... Liverpool and Manchester City is the League Cup final for a spot in the Europa League. I mean, Liverpool fans must be wetting their lips at the at the thought of this. You know, a bit of silverware into the Europa League for another year. Um, who do you guys see winning that one? The big footy board, because they were going to see if Liverpool fans melt or City loses, which would make some Spurs fans very happy. Well, and also a certain... Um, who does he support? Who does Rats of Tobruk support? Liverpool. Liverpool? Ah, oh, well, there you go. Maybe that, he's just getting in the mood for the weekend. He gets booed off his own board. Yeah. <laughs> in fairness, he, he, he came up with some very comprehensive arguments against uh, Mumba on the board, which were very interesting to read. 
It's very detailed. Yeah. So, um, so you th who do we think is going to? So, who do you think is going to win Bayern? Oh, this is a battle of two teams with no heart. Um, I, I just know Liverpool are going to sneak it. It'll be one nil. It'll be a bloody abomination of a game. I think they get Europa League even if they lose, don't they? No, because, they've they've uh, removed that. I think. I removed that. Um, yeah, it's funny because you know even after a, 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 a subpar year, the Man City fans will still plaster as a, as a success if they win this minnow comp. So I probably <laughs> prefer that Liverpool win. <laughs> I can just find Liverpool. City out of the FA Cup now. They'll probably go out of the Champions League before long. Out of the Premier League. Concentrate on the lead cup. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Liverpool to sneak it. Um, yeah, I think oh, I think Liverpool are um, in the mood for a few goals, so they might be able to sneak it. And I think they, they lined up pretty well against City uh, the last time they played. So, yeah, I'd probably back them in this one. Um, any closing thoughts, boys? Just put me out of my misery. <laughs> we'll totally get rid of Van Hal or some serious like I'll be watching the game it'll, it'll be tonight um, for me throwing one if you guys but it, it needs to change it needs to change it should have changed once a day but it needs to change right now don't bother with the game just get a get a game of FIFA going with Nick Powell I'm sure he'll be online mate <laughs> no but like fair <laughs> dinkum that'd be more enjoyable it would be, be. More enjoyable. he's I actually his... pretty good at I've seen him on, on, on FIFA. He's, he, oh, yeah. he posts screenshots of, of him beating Barca and Real Madrid with crew. He's still, he's still <laughs> a crew fan. Oh, <laughs> and right. he like smashing 6-0 on like world class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he actually looked pretty tidy uh, for us, I must admit, um, when he came on he or when he played. Um, I think he's definitely lacking in match fitness, but he was very enthusiastic and running around and he, he's he's a flair player though. You can just everything he was trying had a bit of flair to it. Whether it was a back heel pass or, you know, a nutmeg of an Arsenal player or a step around or something like that. He's um, got he's got a lot of talent. If he can put it all together and stay fit, then he'll be quite. He'll be an excellent player. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll I'll be really disappointed if if United don't resign. He um, reminds me a little bit of Ben Arthur in the sense that he, he has a little bit of an attitude problem, but if he can pull it all together, he has enough talent that he can become a fantastic player. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll have to see how he goes. Hopefully he'll get a bit more game time. I think we've got um, Ipswich Wednesday morning when Arsenal face Barcelona, so um, see if he makes any, any appearance in that match. But um, yeah, uh, thanks for coming on, boys. No worries. No worries, man. And thanks, everyone, for listening in. And until next time, hope your side wins, and we'll see you on the forum.